Hello and welcome to another Modern Commerce Talks. Um, I'm Jack Stratton from Insider Trends. Um, I'm delighted to introduce today uh, Mots Nass, uh, who is Director of Product at Eventia, someone with a real wealth of uh, experience. Um, um, but specifically, we're going to be talking today actually about um, the relationship between e-commerce and in-store experiences. Uh, and I'm going to kick straight off Mots actually with, with the kind of defining question of this particular session. Um, which, you know, broadly speaking, is how can you use your e-commerce investment, your existing e-commerce investment, to improve in-store experience? Um, and I want to start off with that question because I just think that's so important for um, for businesses currently who, um, who, of course, are aware that they need to invest time and money um, into what they're going to do in their stores in relation to online growth and whatever's happening online. But also they're often doing so with pretty limited budgets and, and, you know, and with this kind of headache of thinking, well, how do I get more out of what we already have? So, so let me pass that question to you initially. How can you use your e-commerce investment to improve in-store experiences? Yeah, so I think you're definitely right in all of those assumptions. And I think that what we've seen during these uh, last couple of years is that um, so, so there are different com ways of thinking about it. Um, so these last couple of years, I think we've seen a consolidation of smaller stores, perhaps departments uh, that are being closed and moved into a more central location. This, of course, to save money and also from the way that the users have uh, changed their behavior uh, by doing more shopping online. Uh, so the need to go to a store have been sort of reduced. Uh, from every year we see that the online trends are increasing, which means that the customer has more information, they have more options online, etc, etc. So the need to go to a store uh, has sort of decreased and I think that is forcing a lot of stores to either close their stores uh, or uh, aggregate them towards a bigger store in a mall or something similar. Um, and then we have this pandemic on top of it, of course, uh, which only makes it worse because uh, people are spending less. Uh, we have stores that aren't able to keep open in the same way and people are not going to the store because they don't want to expose themselves. So even though we saw this trend, I think even before the pandemic, it has definitely accelerated during it, uh, forcing uh, retailers to think differently. Uh, so with that sort of set, um, I think also then what needs to happen is that when now that the customer isn't really that keen to go to the store, there needs to be a stronger incentive. And what is that stronger incentive? Because if you can buy the same thing uh, online for perhaps a, a fraction of the price or at least cheaper, why should I then go to a store and make that hassle to go there? So I think that the store needs to cater to something more than just being another product on the shelf. And here, I think the e-commerce uh, investment can actually play a big part, both in making a um, smarter investment, but also by enriching and enhancing that customer uh, journey. So this could be sort of like uh, really simple things like uh, uh, facilitating and simplifying the, the in-store pickup, for, um, for instance. Uh, and together now with the pandemic, that could then actually be enhanced with curbside pickup if you have that ability. Um, so, and with these uh, e-commerce implementations, you have a lot of strong pillars and information that you could use uh, um, for your in-store experience, just enhancing that uh, uh, that journey that and uh, those expectations of the customer. 
so, so examples of this uh, then could also be that when you uh, um, uh, when when you invest in an e-commerce uh, solution, what you want to be looking for, of course, is something that can scale. And I think that if you look at, uh, for instance, some of Avencia's customers, they are, have invested in a um, e-commerce solution that can scale to be more than what it just uh, was intended uh, sort of from the start. So while it is a competent e-commerce solution, it can often very easily be tailored to do something other. Um, and it sits on top of these uh, strong pillars of information, sort of like uh, product information. You have your customer loyalty system. You have your perhaps recommendation and personalization engine. Uh, and all of these can together be combined to uh, enhance the customer experience. So for instance, we have a customer called Kix, uh, which took their e-commerce investment and saw that, well, we have transactions in this solution. Uh, we have product information. So why not add capabilities and adopt this uh, solution to actually create a self-serve checkout as well? We will add the knowledge of uh, scanning products, getting product information up on your mobile device using the e-commerce solution that we already have because that e-commerce solution is, of course, uh, 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 tailored towards mobile uh, usage as well. We already have the infrastructure and the payment uh, processes in place. Uh, so by just adding those uh, capabilities, you could reuse your e-commerce solutions to create a totally different experience and customer journey, which definitely enhances and uh, supports uh, that sort of online behavior in your stores as well. Lots. That's really interesting because I think um, from my experience of working with different retailers, particularly in relationship to stores, I think there's probably a fairly big assumption, not necessarily among everyone, but that, um, but that to provide these kinds of connected, whatever you want to call them, sort of these experiences to connect offline and on online in a smart way, that you need to invest in new stuff and you need to address this challenge of, Oh, the, the e-commerce investment I already made is, is older and isn't going to, the data won't talk to the data on a new offline tech system or whatever. But actually what you're kind of saying is that if you have the right, um, the right kind of e-commerce framework in the first place, you just build these things on top, basically. You, just, you can just start doing them and actually pretty easily, a lot more easily maybe than I would assume. Yeah, so definitely. And, and I think it comes down to a little bit when, when you're investing in a system, uh, you should, of course, invest for what you're uh, targeting. You shouldn't invest in something that's three times the price just because you might want to do something in the future. But I think it's also important to look at uh, not uh, putting yourself too much in a, a, a fixed box, but saying, well, okay, our, our our business needs to be able to develop with the our customers. They need it needs to adopt, uh, and in that sense, I think also what you want to do is support commerce. Uh, so you have your in, uh, online commerce and you have your uh, physical commerce, and we've seen uh, over the last ten or more years, perhaps, how, how these are uh, sort of coming together and becoming one sort of commerce instead. Um, so as long as you make sure, and I, I think um, a lot of merchants have these um, systems already like i mentioned you have your pm with your data information why should that be limited only to your uh, to, to your online experience that should of course be uh, um, possible to to add to your um, 
in-store experience as well. So when you're offline, uh, walking around in the store and you, uh, not offline in that sense, but uh, when you're walking around in the store and you see a product on a shelf, then of course you should utilize all that e-commerce information to bring uh, and support your customer in the store as well. So um, of course, if you can, in an easy and simplified way, look up that specific product that I'm looking on, your e-commerce solution knows so much it knows uh, all the details about this product. It has probably um, instructional videos, perhaps. It might have documentation on how to use it or clean it or whatever it might be for sort of product. Uh, it has all the product uh, uh, data, detailed information. So if it's hard to read on that box, you could bring it up on your mobile phone, you can see. You'll have uh, user ratings, all the social aspects. If you're just looking at a product on the shelf, you have no idea what other people thought about this. Is it good, is it bad, What, yeah. etc. So, so trying to to leverage that the the information that you have from from that sense into uh, to the physical store, I think, will be uh, very much uh, important going forward. Yeah, that's great. And just, I guess, as a final point, because there's so many, even in relation to how people can get more from their existing e-commerce investment, how they can get more from that to support in-store experiences. There's so many different things that they could do. But just as a final thing, what would maybe be your Sort of one or two quick wins that you would say for if some if you know if I'm a retailer or a B2B business whatever if I'm thinking right I need to do um, you know whatever whatever e-commerce platform I've got what are the kind of generally speaking the two simplest quickest things you think a lot of businesses could do to get more out of that initial investment what can they do to enhance the store experience from what they're already doing online in the simplest ways I think they should consider commerce rather than um, online and offline commerce. Mm. Uh, we should definitely look at the customer as one complete journey. You shouldn't look at, what okay, what are customers doing online and what are they doing in the store? You should look at what are they doing? Uh, how can we support them from the, today everybody is starting their journey online. Mm. Everybody, both uh, any age and a demographic and, and the pandemic has really put the uh, deep tracks in this because now People have been forced, uh, the, 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 the small group that weren't doing it before have been forced to do it now and, it's, and they have realized that this is really good. This is really good, it's really simple. Uh, perhaps not all, but a lot of stores are doing it in a sort of good way. Mm. Uh, so they always start their customer journey uh, online. They'll do a lot of research. So try to figure out how can I bring that journey into my store? How can I support it? Can I have, uh, can I add um, physical uh, SKU location uh, on my e-commerce so that it's available for the customer when I walk into the store? Can I add a wishlist functionality to my store so that when the customer is adding something to my wishlist, uh, they can bring that up when I'm in the store and I can easily see, okay, it's an aisle three on shelf uh, B. Um, so, uh, so, so that's, I mean, there, there are so many different touch points, but I think that's the key thing. Think about this yeah. as one journey uh, where the customer is supported. Um, uh, of course, um, simple things like uh, your uh, order history. Your order mm -hmm. history, you, the, the uh, online store knows who you are. It knows your behavior. It knows what you bought. It knows what you've been interested in. That information should be available in the store as well, both for me as a customer on a personal level so that I can see, well, this is what I bought and now I'm in the store. I wonder if it's on sale. It might be on sale in the store that I'm in. But also uh, from a stock point of view in the store, 
if I for some uh, if I can get uh, uh, get to know who you are, if you can identify yourself, then I can get so much information about you. Not from a uh, um, from a, uh, a terrible way, <laughs> but from a supportive way. I can see what did you buy last? Okay, you bought a medium last, so I don't think you should go for the large. Okay, yeah. I see that you bought this gray one, so I'm not sure if that uh, orange tie will go well with it, but I think that this one would suit you. Or I see that you have this um, uh, this camera in your wish list. Do you know that we have it on sale? Or we have uh, memory cards uh, for that one that's on sale. Now, I think perhaps that would be something. And when you tie this together, it also goes the other way. So if you can merge these and you can have your in-store orders uh, into the e-commerce, then uh, all of a sudden you get a much uh, bigger data for uh, interacting with your customer, supporting your customers by sending relevant um, uh, marketing, saying, mm -hmm. I, I saw that you bought this camera. Do you know that we have uh, uh, this uh, uh, telegraphic lens on a uh, reduced price now? I think that would be really relevant for you. I think that when you tie these together, you can get really relevant with the customer. You can get the, the correct information that's uh, important for me uh, at these different uh, situations, both online before the store, supporting me in the store, but also supporting me after the purchase. Yeah, I, um, I think that's a really good note to finish on because it seems to me that that is probably the most important thing um, of all uh, is whether it's order history or not, this idea of us thinking of commerce as a unified thing or whatever we want to call it and not getting stuck in these places of thinking about omnichannel, multi-channel, offline, online, whatever. Um, and maybe that's one of the most positive things, I don't know, that will come out of the, the pandemic. People are just going to start to expect, well, this has to be thought of this way because customers aren't going to think of it any other way. They're shopping, right? Wherever they're yeah. shopping, they're shopping. Um, I mean, the pandemic has matured our, uh, not our online shopping, but our commerce or our shopping uh, <laughs> in a multiple of years. Uh, so I think uh, that we will be expecting and also we will be, um, we won't just go back to, well, now the pandemic is over, so I'm going to go back to the store and look at shelf after shelf yeah. after shelf in a big mall. No, I, I, I've seen the advantages of online shopping. I've seen that I can buy stuff on Amazon and Alibaba or whatnot. Uh, so I think the stores in the future are anyway going to have to step up uh, a few notches and really support that customer journey. And you probably sit on so much information and also think about the capabilities of a modern e-commerce site now with relevance, with recommendations, personalizations. We know who you are, we know what you bought. It sounds really scary, but if you use it in a good way, uh, yeah. that kind of information is really supportive for me also when I'm in the store. Yeah, and it's just a vast untapped resource in most cases. I couldn't agree more. Um, Mots, thank you very much um, for your time on this subject today. That's all we have time for for this latest in the Modern Commerce Talks uh, series. I'm going to do another one with Mots again soon, so tune in for that. Um, thanks very much. Thank you.